Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord said, while we were praising him, he said he is pleased with everyone here. Amen. He said he has accepted our praises. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And the, the confidence that backed up that word is so great that I am sure that I know that this year will not end without situations of this place turning around. Amen. And everyone in this place. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Right from the Sunday school, we, have, we talked about the fruits of the Spirit. And I want to tell you this morning that that's, that's, that's the Sunday school this morning is like an introduction into the sermon that the Lord is bringing to us today. Amen. Amen. The title of my message this morning is titled The Hammers of War. Hammer. The Hammer. A-R-M-O-R-S. The Hammers of War. A-R-M-O-R-S. The Hammers of War. Text, Ephesians chapter 6. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6. The Hammers of War. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 18. The hammers of war. Hallelujah. I, I want to say this morning. When Papa was teaching us about the fruits of the Spirit. That is the joy, love, peace. You know. While he was teaching us the fruit of the Spirit. Then the message began to come to mind that these are also armors of war. He talked about how you can avoid violence with peace. He gave us an example what happened with the man in the transport bus and the conductor of the bus. What did he use there? It was the armor of war, which is Peace to maneuver and manipulate violence from coming to play. He used the armor of war. Now, prayer and fasting also is, is an armor. A prayer and fasting gives you a posture and a physique of war. That's, that is what prayer and fasting do. It builds your physique. It's just like uh, uh, this, those going to fight wrestling. One of the things that makes them fit is what? Is gym. The gym. Then there are six packs and their muscles come outside. And if you must go to work spiritually, one of the things you need to gym is what? Prayer and fasting. That. That is number one armor of war, prayer and fasting. Why? It builds 
your spiritual physique. You need to be strong spiritually. And that's what prayer and fasting does to you. It builds up your what? Your spirit, your body. Spiritually. To be able to withstand every fairy dart of Satan coming your way and being shot at you. Hallelujah. It is also to prepare your mind psychologically. Prayer and fasting helps you to prepare your mind. Prayer and fasting helps you to take a posture of war. It helps you to know. It keeps you updated about the war. Hallelujah. We are still on the armor of war. But I'm just trying to point out how you need to prepare. How the posture, the physique, what you need to be able to stand and carry the armor. Hallelujah. If you read the text of our scriptures today, the Bible is making us understand that the armors of war are to be on your body. Amen. They are to be what? On your body. These are the, are the materials that you need to put on yourself. Now, I am establishing a foundation that what? Your body also needs to be fit to carry these materials. If your body is not fit, you, you won't be able to carry these materials on yourself. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. You won't be able to carry these materials on your body. Now, what I am trying to do before going into the message properly is to establish the fact that your body also needs to be strong. Your body needs to be in a position that these armors needs to stand, stay on them. And that is why I am bringing upon you prayer and fasting. A life of prayer is a life that withstands war. It's a life that is, that is prepared for war. Because, like we said in the introduction very early this morning, we said, I, I was telling them, I said, I got a call this morning. And one of my fathers in the Lord was telling me, he said, Son, no matter what it is you are facing, don't give up. Satan wants to take the glory. No matter what it is you are facing, don't what? Don't give up. So, I began to ask myself one question. I have asked this question before. Look at our church. It's still under construction. No roof yet. No cover yet. But, why is Satan... Hello? Why is Satan interested in bringing down this work? Why? Why? I, I, I have asked somebody before. I said, why is Satan interested in stopping this work? Then the Holy Spirit gave me an answer. Satan is not seen today. He's not seeing the, the roof of the church not being there. He's not seeing the cover not being there. Do you know what Satan is seeing? Satan is seeing the future of this place, of this ministry. And that is why he's doing everything possible to stop it now. Because if this, if he succeeds now, that tomorrow will never come to pass. Hallelujah. 
So, that is that to tell you that what? Even in your personal life, the fact that you are still alive is a posture, is a definition of war with Satan. Is a definition and an expression of war to Satan. Because you are living, you are eating, you are drinking, your, the parts of your body is complete. So what? It is not the will and the wish of Satan that you would be happy, be alive, and you are giving testimony. He wants you always to what? To, to be sad and be what? In dilemma, in problems. So, our lives is categorized by what? By war. Amen. So, that is the reason why I'm bringing prayer and fasting. That is why I'm bringing prayer and fasting as what? The number one weapon you need to build your life. Number one weapon you need to build your life in preparing for what? For war. There are six armors of war that are in that scripture that I wrote down. But what? We are just trying to examine what you need to put in place to carry those armors on your body. You are the one that will carry the armor, sir. You are the one that will carry the armor, sir. And you are the one that you carry the armor on your body. But if your body is not in good shape, how will you carry it? Hello? If your body is not in good shape, how will you bear this armor on your body? So for you to be able to bear this armor on your body, you need what? To prepare that body. You need to gym. You need to gym yourself up. You need to do exercise. You need to be prepared. You need to stand firm. You need all your muscles to come out. And how can those muscles come out? How can your mind be set for that war? Is what by what? Prayer and what? And fasting. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Another thing in preparing for that war that prayer and fasting does is what? It gives you boldness. Hello? It gives you what? It gives you boldness when you are approaching the war. Do not forget, I said what? It prepares your mind psychologically. That's fasting and prayer. Number two, it does what? Number one, uh, it gives you posture and the physique for war. Number three, it gives you boldness. Anytime you pray and fast, what does it do to you? It gives you boldness to go and fight. It gives you boldness to stand in the front, in the war front. I hope you know, the Bible says what? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against rulers of darkness of this world. In what? High places. Hallelujah. What does it tell you? That as a Christian, you are always what? At war. The Bible says what? Uh, our enemy, Satan, is roaring around like a what? Like a lion. Seeking whom to devour. Hello? What is it telling you? 
you are at war. As the day you give your life to Christ, you have declared war. Satan has declared war against you. And he will do everything to do what? To bring you down and to turn you back. So prayer and fasting gives you the boldness to fight. It prepares your mind to fight. It, what? it gives you hope of victory. Hallelujah. It gives you hope of victory. And it gives you alert. Prayer and fasting gives you what? Alert for the war. Amen. Prayers and fasting gives you what? It gives you hope for the war. It gives you alert for the war. And what? It improves your skill. Amen. Prayer and fasting improves your skill for the war. Because if you are going to the war, you need different skill. I mean, I used to watch this American film. I was watching a film, a movie, a movie yesterday, and I was seeing how they were, how they were trying to defend themselves with different skills. You know, that is what prayer and fasting does. It gives you skills. It improves your skills in fighting the war against Satan. Amen. It gives you a lot, and it gives you hope that you are going to win. Because in during your fasting, you are always with God. So the hope of victory is sure. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody say, I will win. I can't hear you. Somebody say, I will win. I will win. Say, I will be victorious. I will be victorious. Say, I will be victorious. I will be victorious. Somebody shout, hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, let's go into our text. Ephesians chapter 6, from verse 10 to 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the old armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Number one. Number one armor. After, your, after fasting, after fasting has prepared your body, number one armor is what? Truth. That is number one armor. Is what? Truth. That is what? Truth. The Bible says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Number one, armor. Your ways, he said, guide your ways. Hello, this armor that we are looking at is a complete war attire. He said, your belt should be what? He said, you should guide your waist with truth. Hello. Because if you are going to the war and Jesus is going with you, there, there is this song that says, When I go with my Lord Jesus to the battle, I am a winner. When I go with my Lord Jesus to the battle, I am a winner. 
It is because you are working with Jesus to the battle. And if there are spots in your body that does not suit the fight, Jesus will not appear to fight with you. You will be alone. But if your waist is guided about with truth, your waist, that is all, your belt, the belt you are going to war with is truth. The belt you are going to face Satan with, in case you get to a point in all the armor, you want to use belts to fight and you flog Satan with truth. That is the one thing that Satan hates is what? Is truth. Hallelujah. He hates truth. And why? Because he's, he's not, he's against his antichrist. Everything he does is against Jesus. And Jesus is truth. So everything he does is against the truth. So let your belt, as you are putting on the garment of war, let your belt be guided with what? With truth. Amen. So that in case you want to whip Satan with, the, with truth, he won't be able to withstand. It's a war you are going for. And you need everything that can, everything possible that can make you win the war. And the armors, the instruments, and the, the, the weapons of this war, number one is truth. Number two, still uh, in verse 14, stand therefore, having guided your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, armor is what? Righteousness. And he said what? This is where, the, this is where you wear it. You wear it. How many of you have all these war films you watch? You say you watch war films. You see when they are dressed for war, they wear their belt. Then they wear something on their chest. Hallelujah. So that when they shoot arrow, or when they shoot gun, or we can use it as what? The bulletproof. That all these military and soldiers and FBI agents wear. So when they wear this breastplate of righteousness, you know, at the war, one of the things Satan will do is to manipulate your mind and go into your heart and disrupt your heart and so that it will distract your mind. Amen. So, when you are going, the breastplate you wear should be what? Righteousness. So, if righteousness is here, and what is righteousness? Is what? Right standing with God. Righteousness is what? Standing right with God. Not having fault before God. And so when you are standing before God, having right standing with God, it means what? Your heart is covered. The breastplate you are carrying is what? Righteousness. So when the devil wants to penetrate your heart, he cannot. Why? You are having righteousness as your breastplate. So even as he's looking at your heart, already he is being defeated because he cannot penetrate into your heart to start manipulating you. Hallelujah. Because of our time, let's go ahead. Verse 15. Having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, number three armor you need to wear is what? Evangelism. Soul winning and intercession. That's number three. Evangelism. Soul winning and intercession. This 
is the number three armor you need to, to, to put on in going to war with Satan. In going to war with Satan. Number one, we say what? The, the number one, we say what? Guiding your waist with truth. Number two, the breastplate of righteousness. Number three, the shoe you are wearing should be the feet of evangelism. Should be the feet of soul winning. Should be the feet of intercession. The shoe you are wearing. Because the Bible says, he that wins soul is what? Is wise. Go ye therefore into the world. Make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. He said, go ye into the world. And one of the weapons you need is what? Is to go in obeying the instruction, Matthew 28, the instruction that Jesus gave. He said, go. And he realized that one of the weapons to win Satan, one of the weapons to defeat Satan, one of the armor you need to put on is that what? That feat of evangelism. That shoe. That shoe. That shoe of evangelism. Now, we have a belt of what? The waist belt of truth. Isn't it? Your chest, the cover of your chest. Righteousness. Number three, the shoe you are putting on is what? Evangelism. That is, that is one of the reasons why I said initially, to be able to carry on all these things, you need to prepare the physical body and the spiritual body, what? Prayer and what? And fasting. One of the things that, that will make you a conqueror in this kingdom is evangelism. If you want to go far in this journey, evangelize. If you want to go far in this journey, evangelize. Put on the shoe of evangelism. Soul winning. Win soul. Hallelujah. Win soul for Christ. You put on that shoe. It is an armor you need to put on. Amen. Number six. Hey, number four. Then verse 16 of Ephesians chapter 6. After the, after the shoe of what evangelism. Number verse 16 said, Above all, taking the shield of faith, which, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Do you know what the shield of faith is? Then, the number four armor is what? Faith. Hallelujah. Amen. The number four armor you need to put on is what? Is faith. And this is it. Number one, you're having a waist, uh, your belt. Number two, your, your chest is covered, the breastplate of righteousness. Number three, the foot of what? Of the gospel of peace. That's evangelism. Number four, I hope you know if you are going for war, you need this thing that they used to hold like this. So that if they shoot, you do like this. You, you defend yourself. If they shoot arrow, you defend yourself. If they shoot gun, you defend yourself. You know those American, American police, if they are going for riots, the way they line up, that, that thing that they carry that is like glass, is a shield. To shield them from the weapons of, and the attack of, of their enemy. And that's the reason why 
the Bible is making us understand that one of the armor, the armors of war, you need to hold what is your shield. And that shield is what? Your faith. Faith can move anything. Faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things what not seen. You don't need, you don't need anything to start the journey of life. All you need is what? Your faith in God. Just have faith in God. Have faith in his works. Have faith in him. This is what made Abraham prosper because of the faith he had in God. Because of what? The faith he had. You don't need to see the things that are there. You don't need to see it. But you know, why are you a Christian? Why are you still believing in Jesus till now? Why are you still standing with Jesus till now? Despite everything you are seeing. You are, uh, if they give you, if, if you have alternative, you would have gone for the alternatives. But why are you still staying? Even though you have prayed, you have prayed, you have prayed. Yet, you are still staying. Why? It's because you have faith. You have faith. And that faith is what is shielding you. Is what is giving you cover. Is what is shielding you from the attack of Satan. These attacks are in several ways. It affects your mind. It affects your psychology. It affects your behavior. It affects your character. It affects your finances. It affects everything about you. But what? What keeps you going is what? Your faith. Your faith is what keeps you going. Whether things are going well or are not going well, what keeps you going is what? Your faith. Why are you standing? It's because you have faith in Jesus. Why did the apostles die? It's because they had faith in Jesus. Why did our fathers, uh, some of our fathers, they stayed in the Lord and died in the Lord? It's because of what? They had faith in God. That no matter what happens, I will stay. Hallelujah. I, I watched a movie, The Train. That's a Mount Zion movie. That my Bamloye story. The Train. When he started his ministry, in the drama ministry, in the congregation like this, all of them were seated. And people began to stand up to leave. That they cannot continue. But he had what? He had faith in that which God has spoken to him. Today, 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 that ministry controls virtually every other drama ministry in the world. On earth right now, that is the number one drama ministry you can ever think of. If you think of a drama ministry, a Christian drama ministry. Now, tons and tons of millions runs into them. Every month. Why? He had faith. He stayed with God. All the discouragement. His faith was a shield to them. Even when there was no food to eat. At a point the wife said. Their, their firstborn. Their first son. Uh, evangelist Damilola now. He said there was a time. There was no food to give him to eat. They had to go and make pap. There is the way they mashed the pap. And gave him to eat. That was what the guy was feeding with. Today, Evangelist Damrola is the one producing all the movies in that ministry now. Traveling everywhere, all around the world. 
everywhere all around the world. Now, why? Because of the fate of evangelist Mike Bamiloye. He stood when all the discouragement came. The shield he was holding was the fate that kept him going. He was holding the shield like this. So all the discouragement, there was a time they, they prepared food that the German ministers would eat. Dog, the fish in the kitchen. Dog came from the back and ate all the fish. So they had nothing to eat. But yet, he was not discouraged. His faith kept him going. And when all those discouragements came, when people left him, different brothers left, different sisters left, different people walked away, nobody was staying. It was just him and his wife. They were believing, they were praying. Even there were some persons who stayed, like you are staying. There are some persons who left, like some people have left. But what kept him going was the shield, was the armor of war he was putting on, and the shield of faith he was holding to withstand the fiery darts of the wicked one that were coming at him. Today, drama ministries in the U.S. are now partnering with who? With, with evangelist Mike Bamloye to shoot their movie. German ministries in the U.S., in Canada, in different parts of the world, they are now coming to what? To partner with him to shoot their movie. Hallelujah. Why? He stood putting on the armor of war and the shield of faith was what he used in standing. And that was the reason why his children were the one who produced that movie. The train. His own children were the one who produced that movie. Of course, he told them the story. They wrote out the script. And what? They produced the movie. The movie brought, in, brought them millions and billions. So, Ezekiel said something to me. He said, he said, everything you are passing through today. I, was, I don't know why he sent that thing to me anyways. It was a, a Apostle Selman. He said, everything you are passing through today is a sermon for a generation to come. So stand and face it. Don't be discouraged. Everything you are passing through today, he said what? Is a sermon for a generation. Somebody will need that thing as a sermon tomorrow. So I was, I was in Ibeche yesterday night. When you called me yesterday night, I was at Ibeche. So I was listening to that, to that story and I, and I was encouraged again. I was encouraged again. Hallelujah. Now let's continue. Verse 17. And the helmet of what? Of salvation. Number five armor is what? Salvation. That's the number five. The number fifth is what? Salvation. Because if you are going to war with Satan, you need what? Salvation. You need to have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It needs to be your God because the person you are going to war with determines whether you win the battle or not. The person that is joining with you to war determines whether you win the battle or not. The person that is escorting you to war determines who, whether you win the battle or not. Do not forget that song I sang earlier. When I go with my Lord Jesus to the battle, I am a winner. What does it say? 
if you go with Jesus to the battle and Jesus cannot go with you to the battle except you are what? You are saved. Except you have accepted him as your Lord. Except you have confessed him as your Savior. Except you, have, you are holding him as your, as your God. Jesus, Jesus will not join with you if you are not saved. Hallelujah. Jesus, the reason why uh, evangelist Mike Bamiloye was able to conquer through. Why? It's because what? He was saved. He had salvation. And so, that is one of the reasons why Jesus journeyed with him. He was saved. He knew Jesus. That is the reason why Jesus journeyed with him. Lastly, verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation. Now, the armor is yet to be complete. Hello? We've seen the belt, isn't it? We've seen the, the breastplate, isn't it? The chest, the, the, the bulletproof. We've seen the shoe, isn't it? Now, what, we have seen the shield. What are we here to see now? The helmet. The helmet. Why is it on the head? Why is the helmet of salvation on the head? Why? Because your, your head is who? Is Christ. And the, the beginning point of a man, even coming out from the womb, is what? The head. So Christ is our head. And because we need him to conquer for us, he has to come over our head. And that is the reason why the, the salvation is coming as what? As an helmet. The riders who ride bikes, what do they do? They use what? Helmet. And as what? For protection again. Amen. Now let's go, verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Lastly, number six, the word of God. Number six is the word of God. Hallelujah. Number six is what? The word of God. Number six is what? The word of God. Amen. And that is what? The sword of the spirit. So, are the armor of war complete or not? Hallelujah. You are on your helmet. You are on the bulletproof, the breastplate. You are on your shield. You are on your belt. You are on your shoe. And you are on your sword. Hallelujah. Is it complete or not? Now, the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. Now listen. If you are going to war with Satan, Satan does not respect your position in the church. Hallelujah. If you are going to war with Satan, Satan does not respect your position in the church. Satan does not respect how long you have been going to church. The only thing that Satan respects is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The only thing that Satan bows to is the Word of God. The only thing that Satan shivers at is what? 
the word of God. So if you are going to the battle, your armor must be complete. Your, your breastplate, your waistband, your helmet, your shoe, your shield, and your sword. There are situations you get to, you just need to say, I refuse this. I refuse to be. When, when, when Satan is now saying, ah, yeah, he's now bringing death, 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 death. You don't need, you don't need to, start, to start jumping, running at a skelter. You just go back to the word of God. The Bible says, I shall not die, but I will live to declare the glory of God in the land of the living. The Bible says, every light, the lights are falling for me in pleasant places. The Bible says, everywhere the sole of my feet shall tread, it will give unto me. The Bible says, I will not beg for bread, and my lineage, my generation, will not beg for bread. The Bible says this, that is the only thing that devil and Satan bows at. That is the only thing that he bows at. Hallelujah. So, if you are going to war and any of these things are missing, my dear, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That war is not guaranteed that you would win. But let everything be in place so that when Satan rises up, it will not catch you unaware. Hallelujah. Now, all these things, all this armor of war, they are, web, they are instruments that need to be on your body as you are approaching for the war. Amen. Now, none of these armors talks about your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your mindset, your thoughts. No. That is the reason why I said that if a wrestler must win, one of the one of the criteria is that what he must have gym. He would gym. He would gym himself and prepare himself for that battle. As a Christian, you need to prepare your mind. You need to prepare your heart. You need to prepare your psychological nature. How do you prepare? By what? Prayer and what? And fasting. That is the reason why I said to you that for you to gym and have a physical posture to go and fight, you need what? Prayer and fasting. Can we bow our heads as we pray? Our God is an awesome God erased from heaven above we power Lord our God is an awesome God You say Lord help me Lord help me Lord help me Give me the grace to bear the armors of war. I refuse to be empty without the hammer. Give me the grace to bear the hammers of war. That I might withstand. That I might be able to stand every fiery dart of the wicked. Give me the grace. Give me the grace. Give me the grace to bear the hammers of war on my body. Give me the grace to bear the hammers of war. 
I refuse to be empty. I refuse. I refuse. Jada da 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 da. Rabai kota satan de breko venanta.